We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, to some of you that are still hanging on, you're just hanging by a thread, I'm fixing to clip it. Go to Acts, the 19th chapter. You know, I'm just kind of like a lawyer. I like to just whip it to death. I mean, literally, just whip that old religious tradition until there ain't nothing left of it. <laughs> Acts 19. It came to pass that while Apollos was in Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. And he said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now get it. He said, that's not the baptism from heaven. That was the baptism of John. John was a man, wasn't he? It was a baptism of men, best thing under the old covenant. And God was in it, but it wasn't the baptism from heaven. And when they found out that's the only baptism they'd had, they baptized him again in water. But now here comes the baptism from heaven. That's not, still not the baptism from heaven. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. There's your baptism from heaven. So you see, when Jesus said that, if they had answered him the way they wanted to and said, well, I'll tell you now that this baptism of John was a man, Jesus said, you're exactly right, but he was anointed of God. And their question was, by what authority doest thou these things? Now, if they'd have answered right, they'd have said, of men. He'd have said, I do it by the authority of being a man. See, they'd answered their own question. They'd say, if they'd answered it right, they'd have said, well, John's baptism was a man, but he was anointed of God. And that'd have been exactly the answer to the question they had asked him. I do it by the authority of a man but I am anointed of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let me give you some scriptures here. After Jesus arose from the dead, before I give you the scriptures, I want to give you this. Some of you are still hanging on. There's still another thread. We're going to clip it. After Jesus arose from the dead, you know, he went back by that tomb and got his body. That's what he went back there for. That's what he was doing at the tomb. He went back there to get his body. He's raised from the dead. He got his body. And he's walking around, glorified body. He'd sit down and eat fish with him, get up and walk through the wall. Glorified in his divine Godhead powers again. He is equal with God. He's not anointed anymore. He's equal with God. He is God. But did you notice that he didn't heal one single person after he rose from the dead? 
You'd have thought he'd have cleaned out the hospitals, wouldn't you? Wonder why he didn't heal any people, didn't do any miracles, didn't cast out any demons after he arose from the dead. Now I'm talking about with his physical himself. I know he does still today by the anointing of the Holy Spirit through individuals. But in his glorified, deified state, he's God again, and he walks in the earth, is seen by 500 people, but he never does one single miracle. Why? Because it's illegal for him to destroy the work of the devil because he's in his Godhead divine powers again. And that's why he stood on the mountain and said, All power is given to me both in heaven and earth. Now you go in my name and you cast out the devils. You heal the sick. You raise the dead. Hallelujah. Blessed be God forever. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now somebody said, well, yeah, he did. He told Peter, you know, cast his net on the other side of the boat and he caught a multitude of fish. Listen, you can always get a miracle if you do what Jesus said. That wasn't something Jesus did. That's something Peter did because of what Jesus told him. Now you need to realize something. That this ties in all through the scriptures that we've talked to you about. Jesus did it by the authority of a man, but God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. And that same Holy Ghost and healing power is available today. And if God is going to heal the sick, and if Jesus is going to heal the sick, if he's going to cast out demons, if he's going to raise the dead, he's going to have to use your body to do it. His is seated at the right hand of the Father, and if he did come down here, it'd be illegal for him to exercise his authority. If he did come in his physical body, see, but he's not coming in his physical body. The Bible says he's seated there until his enemies are made his footstool. He has never come back to the earth after he was seated there in his physical glorified body. Now, I know that people have seen him in visions and spiritual visions. He came in spirit, but he did not come in physical body. Are you listening? And boy, this will open a lot of your understanding for things in the Bible. That is why that God wants to inhabit your body by the Holy Spirit. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost said, if you'll keep my word, we'll come and get inside you. You'll be wall to wall, Holy Ghost. You can't send the Holy Ghost to Africa. You can't send the Holy Ghost to Iran to preach the gospel. He doesn't have a body. But you have the body. And he has the anointing. And brother, if you'll team them up together. You know what the Holy Ghost means? The word Holy Ghost and comforter? One called alongside to help. Glory be to God. He won't go by himself, but if your body will go, he'll go in you. Now that's the reason that evil spirits want to inhabit bodies because they can do very little in the earth unless they can get in somebody. God is in the same situation. There's very little that God can do in this earth unless he can do it through somebody. That's why that revelation of entering into the earth through the legal entry. Now the earth still belongs to the Lord, but the earth lease is out. Now Jesus of Nazareth walked on the earth he was a spirit-ruled man. Satan thought he could take care of him, but on the Mount of Temptation in Luke, the fourth chapter, Jesus shook Satan's kingdom beyond repair. I mean, it shook him till he's never been able to get it back together since. 
And all he said was three words, it is written. Brother, here's a man that wouldn't talk anything except what was wrote down, except what God said. And I tell you, works so good until Satan started quoting scripture himself. He said, if I'm going to get anywhere with this guy, I'm going to have to quote scripture. So he tried to quote a scripture out of context, get Jesus to commit suicide, jump off the pinnacle of the temple. John 14, verse 30, Jesus said, Satan cometh, but he hath nothing in me. Now he's getting ready to go to the cross. He's getting ready to be the final sacrifice offered under that old Abrahamic covenant. He didn't come to destroy the law. He came to fulfill the law. And he says, Satan cometh, but he hath nothing in me. He don't have anything to get a hold of me with, he said. There's no sin in me. He had no sin consciousness. I'll tell you, sin consciousness will kill you, folks. God has already cured the sin problem through Jesus of Nazareth. 1 John 1, 9 will cure any sin problem. Confess it and receive your forgiveness. Sin consciousness will keep you from operating under authority, but Jesus didn't have any. In John, the 10th chapter, verse 17 and 18, Jesus said, no man take my life. I lay it down freely. No man could have killed him. They tried to. The first sermon he preached, you see, when he, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. The first thing they wanted to do when he got through preaching was kill him. Now, you think you've had it hard? And the first sermon Jesus preached, they led him out to the hill, a bluff, and was going to cast him headlong down. And the Bible says that he passed through the midst of them. Now, he didn't just disappear into a vapor of smoke. He had a physical body like any other man. That anointing of God was upon him so strong, he walked through them and looked at them with those piercing eyes, and they just said, I, 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 I and just let him go. And he just walked off. And they're sitting there saying, my wife, I never heard a man talk like that. They sent the soldiers down there to get him one time. And they came back. And they said, why didn't you bring him? They said, never a man spake like that man spoke. <laughs> I mean, they just in a daze, man. Never a man spake like that man spoke. That anointing of God was on him so strong. He walked through the midst of them. They couldn't have killed him in a million years because he had no death in him. He was love. He was living, walking love. Then in Luke, the 22nd chapter, verse 53, Jesus, as the hour draws nigh for him to go to the cross, he says, this is your hour and the power of darkness. He said, all right, go ahead, have your fun. And I bet they thought, I wonder why he's taking that so good. Because, brother, I want you to know God had some things planned for Jesus. Jesus said, except a corn of wheat fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've taught on authority in three worlds. I don't know about you, but I get excited about authority teaching. Now, our CD offer all this week is CD offer number 7208, The Miraculous Conception. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. Now, in this teaching, we talk about the fact 
that Mary received the word of God, spoken by the angel, and she said, Be it unto me according to thy word. Now, her question was, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? That's a legal doubt. You know, if you just don't know something, that's a legal doubt. That's not unbelief. And when the angel said, The Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee, and that which shall be conceived in thy womb shall be called the Son of God, and so on, she said, Be it unto me according to thy word. She went to her cousin's house and said to her, The Lord has done great things for me. Now this is through an act of the God kind of faith that she received the word of the Lord. The word that came by the angel from God was conceived in her heart. It was manifest in her physical body. It was the word of God. That was the seed of God that had been planted. How? By the spoken word. It had been spoken by Isaiah the prophet over 700 years before, and now she has received a word from God, but it was delivered by an angel, and she said, Be it unto me according to thy word. That's the way we ought to be about the Word of God. If it's a promise of God, if it's in the Word of God, you have authority to believe it, but you must believe it, conceive it in your heart before it can be manifest. You know, the world says seeing is believing. The Bible says believing is seeing. And when you see it, you can live out the reality of the promise of God in your life. You need this offer number, 7208, Miraculous Conception. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.